Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, Nathan McKinnon's Stanley Cup celebration plans, and he's got a bit of a challenge for Sidney Crosby. Also on the podcast, cell phone etiquette pet peeves. Is it actually too late to come up with a set of rules <laughs> that we can all follow? Do this, don't do this. It's way too late. We're all doomed. Oh, God. <laughs> Also, lame parting gifts from work. And whatever Elliot Page is doing for a workout routine, it's working. We actually have the details that you might want to check out. I am seriously, I do want to check yeah, that out. Yeah, honestly. Right? It's working. $1,000 Minute Advantage, you answer to question number 10 for the June 28th edition of the $1,000 Minute. That question's answer is Elvis Presley. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. If you get a text, do you answer that text right away? Or do you just let it sit and age for a little while? As if. As <laughs> if it'll just get better with age. Hey, so Peter thinks I waited too long to answer his text over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Kate, what did you text me? How are you? Basically, it was a, how are you? Because when, when Aaron left on Friday, yeah. she just wasn't feeling good at yeah. all. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a rough weekend. You totally. were canceling plans. You were all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So about 10 o'clock, okay, 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, <laughs> I texted you to say, hey, how are you? Did you get in to see a doctor? Are you feeling okay? Right. It was... Six o'clock last night. I can't even do the math, but let's say it's more than 36 hours later. Yeah. I get a text. Fine. I'm good. That's because it was the weekend. I check out on the weekend. <laughs> I'm so worried about you. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't I'm have to be worried. I'm so worried that you just, you know, we're spending the weekend in misery. Well, I kind of was, which is why I put my phone away and I was not answering any text messages. Aaron, stop it. <laughs> This is not the first time this has happened. This yeah. is not the first time that you've, you know, not answered a text. Okay, I'm not a texter. So here's here's the thing, Peter. I, tell re- me. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and asking how I'm doing. But I'm not a texter just to text. Like if you need if you texted me on the weekend and said there's an emergency about the show on Monday morning, we gotta talk about this, then sure, I'll text you back. But a simple, like, how are you or what's going on this weekend or I, I, I just don't, I don't like texting. <laughs> hey, what's up, girl? I don't like texting. I'm not a texter. Okay, 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 okay. No, I was, and okay. <laughs> Fine. Uh, listen, I was just asking about your health, but I won't bother doing that. Okay, all I right. Won't, you know, I won't bother you with idle chit chat from this point I forward. do appreciate you checking in on me. <laughs> Thank you. I was clear- ready to send a, a you know police to the door. Honest to God, but clearly this is your pet peeve when you when you send someone a text and nobody gets back to you. Absolutely, my biggest my biggest pet peeve. Okay, cell phone pet peeves. Mm-hmm. What are what, what's yours? Four five one thirteen thirteen. Send us a text. <laughs> we'll reply. Oh, you're going to turn this into a topic. I am because I mean you 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 triggered me with your with your pet peeve here. I uh, I was in the dollar store yesterday, getting a couple things, getting ready for the week. I just, there was a shopper in the same aisle as me, 
on the phone, don't know who with, whatever, speakerphone, full blast. Right. Full blast. The entire store could held, hear the conversation. Held up to the yeah. the, the shopper's mouth. Exactly, right? exactly. Flat and, out in front of him or her. They, and because the volume is on full blast on whoever's on the speakerphone, mm-hmm. they are responding in full volume. So it's like a scream fest in the middle of the dollar store, everybody can hear what's going on. What are you having for dinner? What are you picking up? Blah, blah, blah. I can't stand it. Second biggest pet peeve right behind not getting back to me. That's yours. Okay. All right. So phone etiquette pet peeves. What drives you crazy? And I'm P- Peter, I apologize. 451 yep. <laughs> It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. It's a good morning. On Move 100. The text says, I'm with Peter. Such, capital letters, such bad manners. Oh, my God. Nothing counts over the weekend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and now, listen, Aaron does have great phone manners. If you, When you call the radio station and she picks up, <laughs> oh, that's, oh. Uh, you're, so, you're yes, so lucky. We'll have a good Aaron. chat. We'll text you back on the mm-hmm. text line at 124-7. Yeah, it's just with her friends that she has <laughs> bad Horrible. phone manners. I uh, Text, here's what bugs me the most regarding texting etiquette. Mm. You send a text to someone, the text says, and you can see they're responding because the three little circles are bouncing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But they just keep bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. And you think, geez, are they writing a storybook here? (laughs) And then you get the reply that says, (laughs) K. I knew it. I knew it. It's just a one-letter answer. Or nothing. I was going to say, or you see the three dots, and then it just goes away. So it's like you know that they read that text. And then they're starting again, and then they go away. Guilty. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Your phone... Your phone pet peeves, 451-1313. Uh, you can send us a text at 124-7. Laurel, you got one. Oh, my God. So fast food restaurants or coffee shops or anything, when there are people in line and you are on your phone and you are talking or texting, uh. it drives me bonkers. It's just respect. And you have no respect for the people around you or the workers. <laughs> I was going to say, I spent a lot of time working at Starbucks, and the amount of people that would do that to me, I'm, like, at the till trying to take their order, and it's like, I'm bothering them because they're on the phone. It's like, there's 25 people behind you. Let's get moving here. Exactly. So, literally years ago, like, I was was doing my undergrad degree. I was in San Francisco. It's, It's 10 years or more. And they had signs up in the coffee shop. It was a Starbucks, where if you were on your cell phone, they would not serve you. Oh, what? my God. And I was like, that needs to be adopted everywhere. Everywhere. Wine would move perfectly. I just think it's really rude. I think I can do one one better. What about the person who's on the phone, but they're giving the order for the person who is on the other end? As in, okay, I want a turkey bacon club, and what's that? Extra cheese. <laughs> no tomato. <laughs> no no yeah. tomato. No tomato, right? Yeah, no tomato. What kind of bread do you want it on? <laughs> <laughs> get yourself organized and get your orders before you get there. You okay. tell them. You tell them. <laughs> 60 seconds, 10 questions, $1,000. Play Aaron and Peter's $1,000 Minute. Weekday mornings at 8. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. Halifax, your Honda is here. And all this week, you'll instantly win $500 in free gas just for playing on Move 100. Just a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about when the bubbles are going on the person replying back to you and they're going in the <laughs> bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and then you get a K, K. back. 
Well, text just came in. Uh, I'll read it in its entirety. It's only about two seconds long. K's and LOL. Drives me insane. You hear that, Tom? Drives me crazy. Tom, are you listening? <laughs> that's for you, Tom. Oh, my God, that's funny. Hey, can I add one more to the list? Mm-hmm. Uh, when people sign off their name in a text message, oh, like yeah. my mother, for example, she'll send me this huge message and go, okay, and then put a dash and her name, Jose. <laughs> First of all, you are mom. Second of all, I see your name when you text me. So the only time that you can say anything about who is writing it is yeah. if it's the first time you've made contact with somebody. Yes, yes. Sure. Yes, exactly. That's fair. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, people walking with their heads down in their phone. They walk slower and I'm stuck behind them. Also, they're not aware of their surroundings, potential dangers mm, around them. Yeah, basically all of downtown Halifax. <laughs> Right? True. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, good morning. Your uh, phone etiquette pet peeve, what is it? Well, I'd have to say it's it's like when you're out with friends or whatnot, you're having a good time, quality time, haven't seen them in a while, and, like, they're just on their phones. Oh. Like, they're just glued to their phones, and you're, like, wanting their full attention and stuff like that. I've seen a specific game to help situations like this where you go to dinner, everybody has to put their phone face down in the middle of the table... And then whoever's the first person to grab their phone, they're the ones that have to take care of the bill. Oh. (laughs) So just threaten your friends with that, and then you're fine. (laughs) That would be, yeah, that would be a good thing. Right. Or or it's like we're at the dinner table with, like, just family time at the dinner table. My husband, he's always constantly on his phone. And I'm like, it's dinner time. It's family time. Can you just, like, put it away? Yeah. And he says... Like, he just likes to read things while he's eating. (laughs) He's like, we live together. We spend enough time together. (laughs) (laughs) But at dinner time, it's like a time to, you know, you tell everybody about your day and stuff like that. Totally. And he's just like, I like to read. I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay, guess you don't love me then. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Big night last night. Cole Harper's Nathan McKinnon is now a Stanley Cup champ. Now, we we don't get into sports too often on the show, but this is so cool. He's a Cole Harbor kid. He's Uh, a Halifax Moosehead kid. Yeah. Now, Nathan's team, Colorado Avalanche, beat the Lightning in Tampa Bay last night 2-1. Now, along with his win, Sidney Crosby is now trending because Nathan McKinnon could not stop talking about Sidney once they won. First off, Nathan says he had a feeling he was going to win last night. Well, yesterday, my room number was 1787. So, we just felt like it was fate. I don't know. We both love Sid. And, uh, we just knew we were going to win when I got that room number. So that's kind of cute, right? The room number? Yeah. Uh, he also brought up Sydney when he was, uh, when it came to talking about hosting a cup party here in Halifax. You mentioned the people you love. You've been a guest at a couple of Stanley Cup parties back home in Cole Harbor. What's it going to be like to host one? Well, he better be coming. Uh, I've, I've been I've been the drunkest guy at two of his, so he better be drunk at mine. Uh, but it's cool. I have my name engraved on the cup with uh, 87, my idol, and along with all the best players that ever play this game. So uh, we all do it. Get engraved with these 26 Warriors. Uh, it's just a dream come true. So, Sydney, you hear that? Nathan says you got to be the drunkest person at his party. It's a challenge, Sid. <laughs> Hilarious. There's a video of this up on our Twitter if you want to check it out. Hey, we're seeing a whole lot of Elliot Page lately. Uh, he's been around promoting the new season of Umbrella Academy. 
speaking of uh, a great Halifax guy. Now, this time he stopped by the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and one particular part of their conversation is making its rounds online. Trevor brought up Elliot looking very fit on the cover of Esquire magazine and wanted to know Elliot's secret. You got pretty jacked for that. What's your what's your secret? You're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? This is my workout <laughs> that I do, which I did this morning in my living room, is all with VR. Wait. <laughs> right? Wait, like virtual reality? Yeah, it feels so weird that this is now what I'm, what we're talking about. But no, 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 no. Yeah, it's called Supernatural. <laughs> this is, I do not have anything to do with You're talking with about VR, VR. VR, yeah. Like a, okay. And it's a certain fitness app. So it's an app, but with the whole VR, like, goggles, you know, that you wear in your head. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm now Googling Supernatural <laughs> VR. Yeah, workout. look it up. Elliot goes on to talk about VR for, like, six minutes yeah. straight after this. So clearly a huge fan. But I'm like, yeah. Clearly, it's working. And hey, uh, new dad Post Malone has launched a new line specifically made for kids. Yeah, it's this crazy. is cute. It's called Postico Kids. Most items have a cartoon version of Post Malone's face on it. It's pretty affordable. Stuff from like twenty-five bucks to sixty-five bucks, and shipping starts in August. He's taking this dad role seriously. But the crazy part is, I was thinking about this. If two months ago I had told you, yeah, Post Malone <laughs> is going to have a baby clothing line. I know. It's like, yeah, no. In what world are you? Are you on? And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Aaron and Peter, getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. Okay, imagine working at the same place for 27 years. Never missing a day of work, calling it a career, and then getting a lame gift bag as a parting gift. Yeah, Aaron and I have been talking about Kevin Ford (laughs) uh, opening up his gift bag from his employer after working for Burger King for almost... Three decades. Three decades. Inside his gift bag was a lanyard, mm-hmm. two pens, a keychain, some Reese's pieces, a $5 Starbucks gift card, <laughs> <laughs> and Aww. a coupon for a movie ticket. Basically, a bunch of things that his manager had on his desk and thought, mm, I'm going to scrape this all together and give it to Kevin. Okay, isn't it like the $5 coffee card just kind of an insult? It's like, why even bother? $5 and you're looking at, you don't know what it's on that card when, no. you, when you get it. So you're thinking like, ooh, I got 50 bucks, you maybe 100 it, bucks. And say, how much is on this card? Five bucks. Five bucks. By the oh. way, five bucks can't even get you anything at Starbucks. So, yeah, thanks. Third, uh, 27 <laughs> years, Kevin Ford. That was what was in his parting gift bag. But there is some good news. So because of this lame gift bag, Kevin's daughter uh, obviously found out about this and was like, no, we can do better. She set up a GoFundMe page for her dad, and it has raised more than $30,000 so far. All the love that people are giving me is just so overwhelming. I just want to thank everyone. I'm grateful for anything. I don't want to say I want this or that. All I want is to go to work and have fun and make everybody's uh, life better. Like they're doing to me, life is good. So as long as you're here, you know, it's good. Isn't that nice that people are stepping up and contributing, though? Yeah. Like they feel bad for Kevin. They want him to be acknowledged. Go to work. Have fun. Make life better for people. So things are looking up for Kevin Ford, which is good. But it made us wonder, did you ever get a lame parting gift from work? The gift that you got for doing a great job. And then you went, um, (laughs) 
Thanks, I guess. You appreciate me? Yeah, for all that work, I get this. The lame gift you got from work. What did you get? Give us a call at 451-1313 or send us a text at 124-7. Uh, good morning, Move 100. What did you get from work? Tell us your story. I work for the largest home care section okay. in Nova Scotia. Okay. And every Christmas or whatever, they give us these outrageous engraved or embossed gifts. Mm -hmm. A couple years ago, of course, we're in our car. We're going from place to place. They give us a fork, a knife, a spoon, and a straw. What? Last year, they give us Tupperware with a wooden top and Northwood written on the top. I could go on and on and on. A lunch bag that you can't get nothing in. Like, seriously? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so who's in charge of picking these gifts, right? Because I mean, I really? don't know, but the second year, the lady looks at me and she says, Manda, don't you say anything. Because <laughs> the body language says it all. Do you ever just give it back? Like, say, you know what? I I'm good without this. You don't know what I do to those gifts. Okay, okay? No, no, no. What did you do to your... Yeah! What did you do to your Tupperware with the wooden top? This one is sitting here on the counter because I just got it about two weeks ago and it was a Christmas gift. Oh, After I'm all... not joking. After all you've been through in yeah, Northwood. Oh, my no goodness. Kidding. You would not believe it. You know, one last thing. I think where they got it, there's a catalog somewhere. It's called the Crappy Gift Catalog, <laughs> and every business well, office gets one. Yeah. It could be in there with the McDonald's card that when I went to use it, it had five bucks on it, but it wouldn't work because it wasn't authorized or validated. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're having a rough go. <laughs> Listen, it's only Monday. Thank you. <laughs> hey, at least we can laugh, right? At least we can laugh about it. <laughs> we all do. Getting you pumped up for the day. Get up and go. Get up, 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 up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. The, the thought's there, but they don't always deliver. <laughs> yeah, or is it, though? Is the thought really I there? Don't know. Because this text says mm, differently. I worked for Chignecto Central School Board for 35 years, it starts. Mm -hmm. After 25 years, I was given a lapel pin at a dinner in Truro. When I retired, I was given a congratulatory form letter from the board. The letter didn't even acknowledge any of the board committee or provincial committees I've been on. I was just a person on a payroll that was leaving. Oh. However, my individual school gave me an amazing gift. From funds con uh, collected amongst themselves, they were more than wonderful it was still a slap from the school board. I though. mean, yeah, that that for, the the letter would be kind of sad. It's like a generic one. They just copy paste and then put your name on. Dear blank. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> Thank working you. here. Oh, what a sin! <laughs> uh, give us a call at four five one thirteen thirteen. Good morning, Move One Hundred. You got a lame parting gift from work. What happened? So I was getting ready to leave a job. I worked in a hotel. And it was kind of like my anniversary weekend coming up. So they're like, well, since you're leaving and you've been here a while and it's your anniversary, we'll give you a night's stay. <laughs> so approaching that date, we were very short staffed and they gave the girl who was supposed to be doing housekeeping the weekend off and then told me, I know you're staying but could you possibly clean the room and set it up for your stay and then clean up after yourself? Stop! What? <laughs> That's so, ridiculous. You got to stay at the the hotel you work at, but you had to get it. You had to clean and get it ready for yourself, and then clean up after yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 
And could you please leave us a positive review on TripAdvisor? <laughs> and a tip for yourself, please. <laughs> wow. Whoa. How long did you yeah. stay after that? Did you leave right after and say, that's it, I've had enough? Uh, it was probably about a week later I had left and kind of was like, hey, later. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> no. Hey, good morning, Move 100. Your husband was the one that received quite a lame parting gift. Uh, he got a loaf of homemade bread <laughs> and a soup mix. Okay. Soup mix and homemade bread. <laughs> Come on. Sounds kind of delicious. <laughs> yeah, but that's like what you give your grandma for, for Christmas yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like a nice homemade gift. You don't get that from work. Yeah, it was awkward. I was like, oh, what did you get? And he was like, a card and this awkward looking bread that nobody would eat. That what? was hard also. What and was... a soup mix. <laughs> what was the gift for? Uh, he worked at a school. And oh. it was his parting gift. <laughs> and how long did he work there? Uh, four years. Okay. It's kind of like, it's, it reminds me of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> the, the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh, my God, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Melissa, good morning. You say you weren't even lucky enough to get anything. So, um, it came up on my memories on Facebook that I was employed with my current employer for the last eight years. Yeah. And I brought it up to her when I seen her that day. And she goes, oh, man, wish I had a know I would have brought you a Tim's coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it celebrates eight years? It's eight years, yeah. If only she'd known she would have brought you a Tim's. Well, there's <laughs> always tomorrow. It's like eight years of employment for a Tim's coffee. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> eight years. I can't get over that. Like, that's not even $3. You don't even get a coffee. <laughs> Scotty, how about you? Did you get a parting gift from a particular job? Uh, yeah, I did. a few, actually. I've worked at a few places. Uh, so, uh, at one job, I received carpal tunnel as a, as a parting gift. Um, another job, I, uh, I had an ulcer. And uh, I think it was another one that I received a prescription for depression anxiety medication. So, it's, it's been a good run. You know, um, I did get some cool steak knives, though. I will I'll admit that. We still use those. So, it's all for, for worth it. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, but now... Uh, but to put it on a positive note, I, I, I had a bunch of friends from different jobs that I still have now. So. Oh, there you go. Way, yeah, to, put a, way to put a spin on that's it. That's nice. That's, that's right. We all swap medications. It's great. It's a good party. Yeah. Halifax's Move 100. <laughs> With Aaron and Peter. I love these stories. Best callers. Yeah. Thank you. Keep them coming in. You can text us 124-7. Give us a call anytime this morning at 451-1313. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. John Vallis, this is quite the way to start your week. How you doing? Great. You? Good. Now, uh, we want to get 1000 bucks straight to your bank account this morning. But, hey, just for playing, we're going to give you $500 in gas money this morning. 
That's incredible. <laughs> right? We could all use that these days. Uh, all right, so let's get to that grand. Here's how the game works. One minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get all 10 right. You will win the $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. John, if you don't know the answer to something, say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Sounds good. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, John, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. John, how many arms does a starfish usually have? Five. In what HRM community will you find a restored 200-year-old fishing village called Fisherman's Cove? Pass. What was the name of the former HRM chocolate company famous for its pot of gold chocolates? Amores. What chocolate company makes a product called Kisses? Hershey's. What color is associated with envy or being envious? Green. What letters are the vowels in the alphabet? A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. What vowel is used the most frequently in the English language? E. The osprey is the provincial bird of Nova Scotia. Spell osprey. Pass. What letter is silent in the word pneumonia? U. Is Baz Luhrmann a hockey player, a film director, or the president of Denmark? Film director. Fisherman's Cove, where will you find it? What community? Sheet Harbor. Osprey, spell it, please. A-U-S-T-R-E-Y. Oh, and time is up, John. Take a deep breath. Let's go through <laughs> the questions together. Ha. A starfish usually has five arms, yeah. Uh, Fisherman's Cove, that's an eastern passage. Mm. Morris is the HRM chocolate company famous for its pot of gold chocolates. Hershey's makes kisses. Green is associated with envy. The letters that are vowels in the alphabet, A-E-I-O-U, and sometimes Y. E is the most frequently used vowel in the language. Osprey, O-S-P-R-E-Y. Pneumonia, the P is silent. And Baz Luhrmann is a film director. You got that one. So, John... You did pretty good this morning. 7 out of 10, 70 bucks, and $500 in gas money. Can't complain. Hey, yeah, no kidding. We'll pass it along to you, John, uh, for the next time you play. And for everybody else who's going to play every day on our podcast, we give away the answer to question number 10 mm-hmm. for the following day's $1,000 minute. You got it, John. Thank you so much for playing this morning and you hanging the line for us, okay? Perfect, thanks. All right, we are back with your chance to win $1,000 tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. And don't forget, just for playing, we're going to throw in a $500 gas card for Move 100. Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Happy Pride. It was so great to see uh, some big big Pride celebrations happening all across Canada. Toronto over the weekend. Mm -hmm. We have Pride coming up here in Halifax, July 14th to the 24th. The parade is back. I was watching uh, Pride Week from San Francisco. And like us, they Uh, have not been able to have Pride Week, uh, Pride celebrations for a couple of years. It was just like, I don't know, it was like... Confetti yeah. it was music. <laughs> big, big celebration, right? <laughs> yeah. And over the weekend, uh, Anderson Cooper, <laughs> this is amazing. Anderson Cooper revealed the moment that he knew he was gay. And who gave him his gay awakening? Mm-hmm. When I was 11, a friend of my mom's came with his boyfriend. They took me to see <laughs> Richard Gere in Bent. <laughs> If anyone doesn't know about the play Ben, it's about two gay guys in the concentration camp. It is the gayest thing you can imagine. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, I'm gay. 
And afterward, we go backstage, and Richard Gere is shirtless in his dressing room. I couldn't speak. And I had my playbill, and I wanted to get him an autograph, but I just couldn't stop staring at his chest. Wow. So fast forward to, I don't know, 10 years ago, I was interviewing Richard Gere, and I took out the playbill, and I told him the whole story, and I had him sign it. Wow. Yeah, he was very tickled That's with it. Okay. That is amazing. I saw that play uh, in San Francisco. Yeah. I saw Bent. It is, as he said, uh, full frontal nudity about uh, how gays were treated in concentration camps by uh, an 11-year-old. Yeah. Um, Mom. <laughs> I can't even speak. <laughs> you, Richard Gere didn't have the same effect on you, no. No, he did, he did not. Um, Aaron, yeah, my what was your gay awakening? Oh, man, my gay awakening. The year was 2003. I was 12. <laughs> and it was the VMA Awards. Britney yeah. Spears and Madonna shared a kiss on stage as right. they were performing Me Against the Music. And I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were confused, but also... I was like, oh. That looks kind of nice. I feel like this might be my thing. But Britney and Madonna, two icons. I mean, I, I was idolizing Britney at this point, And I was just like, oh, well, now things are different. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is good. Richard Gere, Madonna, Britney, same, same. Start your day feeling good. The 90-Minute Workday Kickoff. Feels so good. Non-stop music. Nobody plays more music. Phone etiquette pet peeves. We want to know what yours is. We were talking about this earlier this morning, and we're still getting texts about pet peeves. Yeah, that conversation started, by the way, because I texted Erin on Saturday (laughs) morning, and she got back to me last night. (laughs) I mean, I'm the worst texter ever. You know this about me. Uh, This text coming in, though, this morning, it says, A huge pet peeve of mine is people playing videos on their phone so loud in a room full of people. Why? And this just (laughs) triggered my memory. Last weekend... I was on a flight from Kelowna to Halifax, and there's one particular person that was sitting, I don't know, maybe four or five rows behind me. They watched an entire movie on their phone, full blast, without headphones. Wow. Now, luckily enough, I was far away that I could just drown it out with my own headphones, but I swear, everybody in the plane was, like, turning around and shooting death glares at this person. Nobody said anything to them. If I was sitting next to her, I would have said, okay. Really? Like, you need headphones. You can't be doing this full blast. And the flight attendant probably could have got them headphones. I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised they didn't tell her to stop. But she watched the entire movie from her phone on full blast. Sidebar, why on a flight can you hear certain voices over everything? There's a general drone when -hmm. you're on an airplane. But there are two people sitting 10 rows behind you, and you can hear their entire conversation. Every single that? word. There's, uh, there's always one group what? like that on the plane. It's like, just shut up. One more text <laughs> about uh, cell phone pet peeves. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, I'm a pharmacist. People who think it's okay to be chatting on their phone while I'm trying to explain their prescription? Oh. Nope. Yeah. I say, let me know when you're finished on your phone so I can help you. Oh, my God. See, sometimes <laughs> it, it helps getting these pet peeves off your chest, right? Yes, doesn't it? Yeah, you feel bad. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. I'm just saying I love that picture of Nathan McKinnon that he just put up on Twitter. He's hugging his dad after the game. It is so sweet. You better check it out. What a moment. I know. Uh, Here's your Mindbender question this morning. 55% of people admit they've lied about this to avoid hurting someone's feelings. Mm. You know, we all know that it's, it's, that's Okay. Usually, isn't it? Yeah. To tell a, a little, little bit of a lie. Yeah. 
If it means you're saving someone's feelings. 55% of us admit they've lied about this to avoid someone's feelings. Call us with your guests, 451-1313, or you can text in your guests right now to 124-7. Hey, text coming in, starting off with a bang. Oh, I guess that's a what? bad choice of words. I saw that text. <laughs> The first. <laughs> Go ahead, just read the text. The first no. text. How many people they slept with? Right. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, lying about a good haircut. It's actually a bad haircut. You know, does that happen to everyone? You get a haircut and you're like, I love it so much. And you're going really because I don't really like it. No. <laughs> It looks good. I never would have thought of like getting it that cut. But even lying to your stylist, right? You don't want to hurt their feelings. You're like, it's great, but then I'm going to go cry in my car after. No, that's not it, though. 55% of people admit they've lied about this to avoid hurting someone's feelings. Flirting with each other's best friends. Remembering meeting someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember meeting you. Nope. You. Uh, This text just says, no. You're you're great in bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's No. Oh, no, no, no. That's not right. Uh, lying about liking a gift from someone. Ah. Mm. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah, not I so much. throws. <laughs> Good morning, Move 100. What's your guess? Is it um, telling someone the food that they cooked is good when it isn't? Mm. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. 55% of people have admitted to lying about uh, someone's cooking to save their feelings. Oh, hilarious. People have done that to me. Oh, sure. okay. Wait, so no. you can't cook? No, not at all. Well, what's something simple that um, that everybody seems to be able to do when it comes to cooking, but you can't you can't make it? What, what would that be? Um, I burn toast a lot, <laughs> <laughs> an embarrassing amount, There's and a- it doesn't matter what setting the toaster's on. I always manage to burn it, and I, I don't know how. <laughs> I was gonna say. There's a setting for that, but even with this setting, you can't do it. (laughs) I think it's because I turn it down, and then it's not toasty enough, so I put it down again, and then, you know, I I haven't figured it out. Hey, at least you own it. (laughs) I'm such a bad cook that I can't even make toast. Okay. (laughs) Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.